Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, I want you all to listen up to this one and get a load of this. The Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs, and I, for one, could not be happier. But you know what also makes me extremely happy? I mean extremely, extremely, extremely happy? The fact that Kyrie Irving and the Dallas Mavericks are out of the playoffs. But that's a whole other story. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. Yeah, the Nets finished at 45-37 and in the sixth slot. They'll be facing the Philadelphia 76ers in round one. I'll get to that. But to me, you've heard me say this all throughout the season ever since he took over. I will say it again, again, again. I will say it again to you here and now. Again. Jacques Vaughn, to me, is your NBA Coach of the Year. Nobody. Nobody had to go through what this guy went through, and that team is still standing, and they're in the playoffs. And listen, I was watching yesterday, okay? I was watching the uh, Lakers-Jazz game. And yeah, I heard them talking about it, and I have no argument with it. They're they're talking about, and I understand it, how Mike Brown uh, of the Sacramento Kings, with, with the job that he's done, and they end up long drought was 17 years not in the playoffs I get it you know the Sacramento Kings but what 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 this guy did what what Jacques Vaughn did go find coaches who've had to go through this I mean we've heard of soap operas and, and, and drama queens and this and that but what he had to go through Jacques Vaughn and he kept the team together. First of all, it wasn't his team going into this season. He had to take over for Steve Nash. At, at, when he took over for Steve Nash, when Jacques Vaughn did that, there was a black cloud over the team. They weren't playing well, and you had the Kyrie Irving nonsense with backing or supporting an anti-Semitic movie. He subsequently gets suspended. He had to deal with all this. And while what he do by dealing with it, he kept the team together. When when Kyrie had to sit his ass down, was suspended for eight games. All of a sudden, you saw frowns turn into smiles. Guys weren't miserable; they were happy playing. Forget about the enthusiasm of college players. They had the enthusiasm of high school players, including Kevin Durant at the time. And and he didn't let that Kyrie crap get in his way at all. He had the guys playing. He made it his team. He, he, he had the chemistry uh, working together. And then... And then uh, Kyrie came back, and they excelled together. At one point, they won 18 of 20. But injury this and this, whatever. He kept it together. Then he had to deal with the Kyrie Irving 
business being traded, which I'm going to get to that. He dealt with it. He had a deal with Kevin Durant. He didn't lose just two players. He lost two superstar players. As much as I think Kyrie's a bum, you'll never hear me say that he's not a superstar talent. But they lost not one, two superstar players. Which subsequently led him to the situation that he was in. He had five new starters. At one point, during after those trades, they lost, I believe it was six out of seven. They had lost four in a row. Then more recently, they had lost another six of seven, losing five in a row, but then they won five of six. I think they ended the season, oh, not five of six, winning five of seven. Whatever, they finished up at 45 and 37, and they're in the playoffs. Jacques Vaughn, to me, he's not only coach of the year. He is certainly the MVP. I'll call it the most valuable person. Not player because he's not a player. But I'll call Jacques Vaughn the most valuable person on the Brooklyn Nets for this past campaign. The job that he's done I, it is second to none. I'm not his agent. And quite frankly, going into this season, I mean, he was nothing to me but a nice guy, company man. You know, I, I thought he was put he was put in a difficult decision when the Nets made that lousy decision a few years ago to fire Kenny Atkinson, which I thought was a disastrous move by the Nets. And then Jacques Vaughn takes over, interim, and, and then he gets pushed aside for Steve Nash. Stayed the course. Good, solid company man. And now he's in charge of the company. At least on the court he is. He's done a tremendous job. I mean, to me, he saved the Nets organization this year. He saved the organization. Not only did he save the organization, you know, he helped, I'm not saying he saved Yes, the Yes Network, but he certainly had a big hand in helping things out. You think, you think, how do you think, listen, I'm part of it. I'm part of Yes now. How do you think I felt? For, forget me, I'm just a bit player. How do you think the execs had a feel? This, these people were faces of a franchise? Kyrie Irving? And Kevin Durant, the superstar who wouldn't, you know, you don't know what side of the bed he's going to wake up on. But through it all, Jacques Vaughn kept the guys playing. He kept the guys playing. He did not allow them to quit. And the guys that he got back in return. First of all, when he got Mikel Bridges. Nobody knew. I don't even know if Mikel Bridges knew how good he was going to be. Mikel Bridges has a chance to be a bona fide superstar in this league. But they bring him they, and Cam Johnson. These two guys, from the day they arrived, I remember their opening press conference, I says, man, 
Maybe the Nets really got something lucky here. Everybody thought it was one-sided. How can you, you can't get equal value for a superstar like Kevin Durant. Well, I'll tell you what. They got two terrific guys. And then in the Kyrie Irving thing, goodbye to that bum. They get Spencer Dinwiddie back and Dorian Finney-Smith. You kidding me? This is a whole new look team. And all these guys give a rat's ass about is playing together. I mean, this this is not some youth service league, some church church league, some JCC league. This is the NBA. You don't just take two superstar players, trade them in the middle of your season when you're vying for a playoff spot. Put in five new players and expect it to be that ah we're gonna just pick up where we left off. It doesn't work like that. But Jock Vaughn kept the ball rolling, kept them going, kept them focused, uh, did not allow negativity to set in. And there was some trying times. There was some trying times. When when we all question, well, you know, how are they, they going to be able to last? Are they going to be able to stick this out? Can they get in? No, they're in the playoffs. They are in the playoffs. You hear what I'm saying? You saying to you, the Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs. Jacques Vaughn to me is your coach of the year. Now, who are they facing in the playoffs? They're facing the Philadelphia 76ers. Now they got blown out by the Sixers. Uh, you know, uh, yesterday, 134-105, but it was bench against bench. It was bench against against bench. Mind you, Camp Thomas, for the fourth time this season, went over 40 points. He had 42 after three uh, quarters. He had... 46 for the game. That's the fourth time this season he went over 40. There was, you know, when the Kyrie thing deal went down, he had 40 over 43 games in a row. But let let me just say this. They're up against the Philadelphia 76ers. They're up against Joel Embiid, who's probably the most valuable player. If he he doesn't win it, he's going to be one or two. In the league this year. Uh, Sixers are tough. They certainly have James Harden. Sixers are tough. I'd be lying if I said here and said to you now, I expect the Nets to knock them off. I'd be lying. But what I'm going to tell you the Nets are going to do, they're going to show up. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to win a game, if they're going to win two games. I don't know if they're going to get swept, knocked on their ass. I don't know if they're going to pull an upset. I'm not ruling out anything happening. But the most important thing that I cannot rule out is that the Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs against the Philadelphia 76ers. Is it a tall order? You bet your ass it is. It's a very tall order. 
And you know what? Talk about other things that he had to deal with, that Jacques Vaughn had to deal with. How about Ben Simmons? You know, I I, I don't want to... Well, you know, how can I not say he's a soft player? I know he's got a back issue. He had a herniated disc. It, but you know, it's not just Ben Simmons. It's a lot of guys in the league now with this load management crap, and I can't play back-to-backs. My toe hurts. My tushy hurts. My knee hurts. This hurts. That hurts. Give me a, you know, they're paying a guy $36 million a year, whatever the hell it is. He, they can't get him on the court. You know? Think about that. Ben Simmons, non-existent, except for a few games. Now he's done. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and they're still in the playoffs after all that went down. You tell me Jacques Vaughn doesn't deserve to be coach of the year? The one thing that I think the Nets got to do, and again, I'm not this deep X and O guy. I'm not a coach. But as I said to you before, and, you know, I know he goes for some more height, Jacques Vaughn does. And listen, I've just been telling you that that he's coach of the year. But to me, he's got to get this kid, Cam Thomas, more minutes. The kid can put the ball in a hole. I think he was 16 at 29 from the field yesterday. I mean... The, he had three games in a row earlier when, when Kyrie was traded of 40-plus. He was at 46 yesterday. He can put the ball in a hole. Now, you know, if he has defensive weakness, I understand that. And, and I understand what Jacques, Jacques Vaughn was trying to do because he had, to, he had to make sure, as I said, that the ship not be sinking. He would not allow his ship to be sinking. as Michael Ray Richardson once famously said. He kept it afloat. He kept them alive. But I, I just think they got to do something. When a, when a young guy like that gives you four 40-point games, he's got to be part of your artillery. That's That's all I'm saying about that. Nothing changes in my estimation about Jacques Vaughn. He's your coach of the year. But when, when a guy, a young man can, can put the ball in a hole like that, there's got to be something to him. He, 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 he's got to have a role on his team. He's had to, I think he's, I think in the last 10 games, he might not have played like six or seven of them. Get any minutes. That, to me, seems a little cuckoo. Okay? So, um, that's just my estimation on that. Now, let me get to... uh, I've said my piece. Happy about the Nets and happy about Jacques Vaughn and, and, you know... And I'm happy for the fans and the organization. And yes, the Yes Network. Because there's something to smile about with the Brooklyn Nets now. 
And you know why I'm smiling? Because you heard me say early in this season, I would rather lose without Kyrie Irving than win with him. But I got the best of both worlds because I got the Nets in the playoffs and Kyrie Irving out of the playoffs. Oh, baby. What the hell do you think Mark Cuban's thinking to himself, huh? Yeah, that was some great trade he pulled off, wasn't it? Talk about having your head up your keister. Whoa. Are you kidding me? Whoa. Look, I'm going to get into what they pulled this past uh, Friday night. I'll, I'll get into that, but just the fact that going in, they, they were in le, in 11th position in the Western Conference. This was a team that they thought, man, they could make a big run in the playoffs, getting Kyrie Irving. A lot good that did them. So they teamed Kyrie up with Luka Doncic. A lot good that did them, huh? But then what happened? He had such a positive effect, Kyrie Irving did. His presence, making them such a championship caliber type of team. What happened? The Mavs organization made the decision to tank. Not only did they tank, because listen, I don't approve tanking at all. But to me, there is nothing more sinful than tanking when you still are in it, albeit slim chance to be in it, but they had a chance to be in it. The Mavericks had a chance to be in it and they sat all their starters with the exception of, with the exception of Luca who played um, only the first quarter. And they even did it on Slovenia night in, in, um, in Dallas, which was in honor of Luca. Because you know what? It, it had to do, and you've heard this, it had to do with trying to secure a draft pick that they didn't want to give up to the Knicks that d- dates back to the... Uh, Christoph Porzingis uh, deal. I, I don't care any. Are you? They tanked a game. They tanked a game in front of their home fans when they still had a chance to get into the play-in. To the, to get into the play-in, they still had a chance. Like to me, tanking is the worst. But when you tank with a chance in front of your home fans, when you tank with the chance that you still have a chance to get into, if not the playoffs, to play in to get into the playoffs, and you have guys like Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, not one, two superstars, and you tank, I want to see what Adam Silver does with this. 
I want to see what Adam Silver does with this. And boy, I hope... I, I mean... Mark Cuban, the owner of the Mavs, should be choking on this. I mean, I, I don't know what he's going to say publicly. He's got to be choking on this. And and what he say the other day that all plans are to sign him, Kyrie, to a big deal, you know, go forward with that. Good. I hope they do because then he's really going to choke. First of all, I'll be frank with you. I never understood how Mark Cuban, who happens to be Jewish, He's a Jewish owner. Oh, excuse me. I have to call him governor because in the NBA, you uh, can't use the term owner because it ha- it's it got a racial, racist overtone with an owner has something to do with slavery. But that's another story for another time. But Governor Mark Cuban, who's Jewish, goes ahead after why he was suspended, Kyrie Irving, and he trades to bring this guy, this bum, to Dallas, and this is what he does? He ends up tanking? I mean, they should want, I mean, they probably want to tar and feather him in Dallas. What kind of horse's ass does Mark Cuban look like? You tell me. I mean, it's absurd. I want to know what Adam Silver is going to do about this. I mean, how can, I'll tell you right now. And you've heard me say it over and over and over again. I'm a capitalist. I want people to make as much as they can. But this crap, fans deserve a refund. Fans deserve a refund. You got guys, first of all, the league charges, you know, different things for different games. Like, for example, Lakers come, came in, no, 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 um, LeBron, fans deserve their money back. And I'll tell you, if I'm a fan and my team's playing and they're going to tank on top of it, I didn't buy season tickets so my team could tank. Adam Silva has amazing, he's handled a lot of things. Listen, he's made a lot of guys rich men. And it certainly started with his predecessor, let him rest in peace, David Stern. But man, oh man, oh man. I mean, there's been a lot of crap he has not handled very well from the dealings with China to to anti-Semitic remarks from his star players, Kyrie, LeBron a few years ago with his stupid tweets and this and tanking and this with a chance to get into the postseason a chance to get in uh, uh, yes a small chance but a chance to get in you're still alive what happened to the crap that, that that I guess it is crap about you fight to the end you be a professional That's what this league is made out of. It, it, You know what? It's not just the players. To me, now it's the owners too. I, I mean, every owner, every owner in the league ought to be pissed off. That is a disgrace. 
As a fan, how the hell could you tolerate that? Because to me, my stomach's turned over it. I think it's absolutely disgraceful. Do not understand it. But as I said, I'd be lying if I didn't say it warms the cockles of my heart that Kyrie Irving and the Mavericks are out of the playoffs. Warms the cockles of my heart. Because no matter what, Kyrie Irving is out and the Nets are in. I said it, they'd be better off without him. And yes, they are. And the proof is in the pudding. The Nets are in the playoffs. And Kyrie and the Mavs look like the east side of a horse going west. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do it on Twitter at Russ Salzburg. You can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzburg.com. Got to thank my home here at believe.com. I always tell you folks, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But uh, you know what's also a great place for professionals? The Yes Network and the Yes app. Because if you do and you tell your friends to do, uh, all they have to do is get the Yes app. Just download the Yes app. As I've been telling you for weeks now, all you got to do is download the Yes app. And you too will be able to get a load of me and get a load of this every Tuesday when it usually comes out on the Yes Network, on the Yes app. It's the video version of Get a Load of This with a few changes here and there. But it's working out well. And just as I'm thrilled that you're part of it here, I want you to be part of the Get a Load of This situation podcast at... um, Yes, and the Yes app. But above all, I got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody to be talking to here. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.